Welcome to another episode of Married with Video Games. I'm your host, Matthew. I'm your host, Christina. And uh, we played Diablo 3 and the Reaper of Souls stuff. You made your wife play. I did. <laughs> well, we both played. We did. It wasn't just making you play. Yes. I did make you play it. You did, because you wanted me to play... Divinity 2. Yes. But the Nintendo Switch sucks. Yes. It's really a good system, but it sucks really hard at the same time. Yeah, you can't do couch co-op for Divinity 2. Yeah. The hardware in the Nintendo Switch is garbage. Uh-huh. The actual system and concept is incredible, but the system itself is just trash. No one's going to disagree with you. Yes. Yeah. So... <laughs> It is PS3 and Xbox 360? 360 generation hardware. And this came out when the PS4 and Xbox One. Xbox One were out. And they have to do a lot of tricks to get graphics to look good. So they either have to stream something like control is on the system and it looks incredible but that's because they're cloud streaming it they're not actually running it on their hardware Mm -hmm. or they have to do stuff like the art style like breath of the wild which still looks really good oh it's so good but they have to do arty tricks to make it look good not not realistic kind of not real good looking graphics yeah and, I don't, and they came out with the OLED, but it's just a wider screen. The hardware is exactly the same. But, Matthew, it has an OLED screen. Uh, yeah, it sure does. I mean, we almost it's, need a new switch to the noise that that thing makes when we turn it on. It's just the normal Malibu Stacey. She just has a new hat. When but get, she has a new hat! <laughs> but when we get the Steam Deck... You're so excited for the Steam Deck. Well, it's going to have a dock, too. I know. And it'll have phone controllers. I'm never going to use my television ever again. You're just going to be constantly on it, even while you're sleeping. Yeah, but you know what the thing is? We barely use the television as it is, other than for video games. Video games? We are watching Hawkeye. We are watching Hawkeye. Hawk Dude and Hawk Girl. Hawk Girl. That's what they and call them. And Lucky the Dog. And Lucky the Dog. Anyway, actually, back to Diablo. Yes. 20 years after the events of Diablo 3, a shooting star falls on the old cathedral in Tristram. You set out to find out what ominous... What the ominous falling star is, and the evil, and that evil is stirring once again. But dun dun dun. I don't even know what happened in Diablo three. Diablo two. Diablo. Oh, you said Diablo three. Oh, I said events of Diablo three. I meant the events of Diablo two. I completely messed up my own synopsis. <laughs> the end. The events of Di- twenty years after the events of Diablo two. So what happened in Diablo two? Uh, okay. There's a wanderer. <laughs> So the events of Diablo One <laughs> are you the in the bottom of the cathedral, in Tristram is where Diablo resurrects. Okay. You play as one of three characters. It's pretty much the same hero. Mm-hmm. It's either a mage, a warrior, or an archer, like a ranger. Those okay. are your classes. You get to the bottom of it. You kill Diablo. You can't get rid of him, so you take you temporarily. St- stop him by taking Diablo's soul crystal and shoving it into your own skull. Cool. That character becomes Diablo in Diablo 2. 
Okay. As he wanders around and he frees the other prime evils, which are Mephisto and Bale. Is that Mr. Waternoose? No, that's a different one. <laughs> that's a different character. So in Diablo 2, you basically you fight Mephisto in one area. Okay. And then you fight Diablo. And in the expansion, you, you kill Bale. Okay. So the three prime evils are there. Okay. But Diablo dies in the actual game, and then you fight Bale. Okay. What happens is the those evils you thought you just you destroyed their soul stones. Yes. So you thought you got rid of them, but their souls were actually trapped in the black soul. The black soul stone from this one. From this one, so okay. their souls weren't in the soul stones that you killed. Gotcha. So the lesser. They're Horcruxes. The lesser evils were the ones that we fought at were Asmodan. Something else and something else. We fought those. We fought like the two. One of those is Mr. Waternoose. Yes. <laughs> what, one of the evil demons looks like Mr. Waternoose from Asmodan. Monsters, think. Probably. Because we kill whatever the other one is in Chaldeum. But that. So that the events of this are you find out that the Black Soul Stone contains all the other ones. It is Asmodan. He is Mr. Waternoose from Monsters, yes. Inc. Yeah, so that's the one that you fight um, through the keep. But anyway, <laughs> point is that. The events of Diablo 2 are this. The, what ha, what kicks off the new thing is that there's a falling star, and it falls on Tristram. Tristram is always like the source of where everything starts in all the games. Of course. So that's just the evil where evil lives, and people just keep building up their little houses there, like nothing ever happens. Excellent. But that's what happens. So uh, Diablo 2, the events occur. You slay Diablo, but he's in the Soul Stone. And then the events kick off in this one, and Diablo resurrects yet again. In fact, all the evil, primeval yes. souls are freed, theoretically, because they were all in the Black Soul Stone. And then in the end of Reaper of Souls, spoiler, this game's been out for freaking a billion years now. Nine so, years. Yeah. Uh, when you kill Death, the Angel of Death, mm -hmm. the souls are all freed again. Yes. <laughs> Because he took all the primevals into his body again, because I don't know why people keep doing this, but they do. Excellent. But the, so, but that's the that's what happens. The game kicks off with the falling star, and then you set out on this big journey, and you eventually fight Diablo yet again. It's kind of a loop. The return story, to return to return to Ravnica. But Tristram. But Tristram. But Tristram. <laughs> uh, and the game was originally released May fifteenth of twenty twelve. Uh, console versions were released the following year. Uh, we played this game on the Nintendo Switch. As we already complained about. <laughs> but this game did allow couch co-op. It did. To really circle back to everything we started with. This game let us do couch co-op, so we played through Diablo, and we're still playing Diablo. We are. It's you. So you wanted me to play Divinity 2. Mm -hmm. We could not. And you said, screw it. We're going to play Diablo. Mm -hmm. And you just handed me a controller, and we played for like two and a half hours one night. And as we ended, you were like, what do you think? And I said, I can see how people just play that for like eight hours straight. Uh-huh. Very much so. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're going to come up with some reviews here. Uh, and then at that point, we can... Uh... <laughs> Take a break to get our child, because he's probably waking up from his nap. He's waking up right now. So, actually, <laughs> we'll do reviews when we come back. Sorry, guys. We're going to... 
it's, it's going to seem like no time has passed for you, but for us, <laughs> it'll be, it will several, be hours. several hours, but we'll be doing reviews. Our son is waking up from <laughs> his nap, and his he's... face is hilarious. So we're going to go get him, and we will uh, be back after this short uh, intermission. I feel like I should play some intermission music. You really music. need to do, like, five <laughs> seconds of intermission music. Okay, we're back. Uh, it has been several hours for us. Probably about three. And it'll probably be, like, five seconds for you. Not even. I'm keeping that terrible hold music in that we did. Oh, you're not going to have some funny hold music. <laughs> no, it'll be me attempting to do the, uh, is it Super Mario World? Mm-hmm, something along those lines. <laughs> okay, so we're on the reviews. <laughs> Got that stuck in your head now, didn't I? That's Super Mario 2, though. Is it? Whatever. Yeah, it's number two. Okay. Anyway. Uh, so Metacritic for Diablo 3 Eternal Collection on the Switch mm-hmm. has an 88 from critics and a 7.4 from users. Okay. So, okay, I got to figure out, let me move some stuff so that I can read and not cause my neck to die mm-hmm. doing this, how we're set up. So it's very hard to find negative reviews for this, by the way. Um, but okay. here's the positive from IGN who gave it a 9.5. Even when the story failed to grab me, the loot system kept me hooked. No matter how many times it happens, I still click on the treasure as fast as I can, quickly opening up my inventory to see if I've hit the mother load or a dud. Some items have their stats revealed the second you mouse over them, but when a yellow item drops and you have to wait to identify it, there's a moment where you feel like you're waiting for lottery numbers to be announced. It results in instances of elation and frustration, but with the bad times come the moments where I'm enveloped in a sense of joy, where the hours I've spent waiting through monsters for the umpteenth time feels more than worth it. So, I interrupt. <laughs> uh, yellows just drop and they show their stats now. Oh, they do? I, I forgot about this. When you used to get them, you used to have to roll them. That's what Kane's book for identifications ah. for. Now it's just legendary items. Okay. You used to have to go to town to identify those too. You couldn't identify them in the wild. Now they just let you identify them. Gotcha. So yeah, you used to not be able to do all that. You had to wait till you were in town to oh, identify man. all the yellow items to see if you got something better or worse. Oh, man. So it's a little bit eat better because you can we could switch on the fly yes but the old system was you oh, go man. back to town you you you're rolling lore lotto that's like the more gambling aspect of it yes so yeah there's only one more sentence left of this positive Sorry. go ahead was uh no other game besides diablo 3 has engaged my hunger my need to get loot in the same way mm-hmm. borderlands 3 is close okay anyway <laughs> what's our what's our negative our negative is from slant magazine okay And I think this is from the original release in 2012. Okay. Yeah. Um, Okay. So it says, It doesn't help that the game's default difficulty setting is a cakewalk, but even when you kick up the challenge a couple of notches, it's still far too simple to survive a skirmish. Diablo 3 showers you with an array of special moves that, despite having cooldown timers, render the opposition irrelevant outside of chance encounters with foes who are invulnerable to certain types of damage and status effects. Uh, the game also fails to provide greater suspense by oversimplifying the series healing system. Blah, blah, blah. That, that's about it. They just complain that it's too simplistic. It is a lot simpler than Diablo 2. Yes, that was their big complaint. Uh, and I would have definitely agreed when the game came out mm-hmm. that I was looking for more Diablo 2 and Diablo 3 was not it. Okay. The ease of playing the game now is 
so much more convenient than Diablo 2. Okay. Diablo 2 is a much slower paced game at first. You really, really, really need good RNG to find uh, the best gear to be able to do the hardest difficulties where you and I were able to kind of, once we hit level 70, we're able to kick it up to Torment and survive. Mm -hmm. And now we're running Torment 2. Yes. Almost no problem. We almost need to go higher, like Torment 3 or 4, to kind yes. of up our difficulty standard again. Now, did they... This is a question for you, because, again, this is the first time I've ever played anything in this series. Mm -hmm. um, did they have all of these higher Torments originally, or did it, it just go up to Torment? It was hell. Or it was Nightmare. It was like... It was... Nightmare was the highest, I believe. Okay. Or it was normal, Nightmare, hard, and like whatever. There was four levels of difficulty. Okay. In Diablo 2. Because we just discovered like two nights ago that there's like Torment 3, Torment 4, Torment 5. Yeah, they added higher levels of difficulty for based off the gear you have and how well you're you're streamlining through fights. You and I are pretty comfortable just cleaning through other than when we do the super bosses, what they call Ubers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so the resistances you don't really notice as much in this one. In Diablo 2... If something had a resistance, it was immune to that type of damage. Oh. So if you built a sorceress and you built it around cold and it was immune to cold, there was nothing you could do. Oh, that sucks. So you needed another party member to be able to handle those mobs for you until, unless you got very specific items that would remove the resistances. Oh, man. So I'll go over some of the differences between 2 and 3 in a little bit, but for the most part, it, it was it's a lot easier to get into... For this sure. one now, and it's easier than ever because they've designed it around a controller versus a mouse and keyboard. Mm, that's so fair. So I can hand you a controller and fairly simply say, if you push this button, whatever you have selected on that button is going to happen. Look, I like this game because I'm a button masher when it comes to combat, and that's all I do. Literally, I think our second night playing, I, you said something about like, oh, you're doing really good. And I said, look, I'm just mashing buttons. And you said, yep, that's about all this game is. Yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> You're, you're button mashing, but you, you know when you're hitting a button, something's going to happen. Yes. And so you know that you mashed it, but you know what's going to happen when you hit that button. Mm -hmm. So it kind of satisfies both those worlds where you have to have a little bit of technical, but it's a lot more just like running and blow stuff up. Yes. There's definitely, especially playing it on these higher levels, there's a little bit more strategy, a little bit more like rolling out of the way and dodging. Mm -hmm, which is not in the PC version. Uh -huh. There's no rolling or dodging. Uh -oh. That's a controller exclusive thing. Nice. Yeah, so we fancy the PC is slight. The game is slightly different in that regard. Okay, you're clicking out of the way versus that. Yeah. Of oh, that, gotcha. Okay. The game is a third-person action-adventure RPG. If no one's ever played anything like this, it's fairly simple. It's <laughs> over the shoulder or top-down, basically. Yeah. It's kind of goes between both. There's our dog barking. There's our dog barking. <laughs> Sounds like a tornado um, siren. <laughs> you get you get skills. And then as you level, you unlock runes to enhance those skills. So you either gain a new skill or you unlock a rune to open up those skills to make them do different things. So, for instance, my character has this thing called Sweeping Wind. I'm a monk, and this whirlwind appears around me. Now I have the this rune that turns it into an electricity, and it spews out little tornadoes every time. Those I, little tornadoes are amazing. And it does little electric damage between everything that I do. Runes in Diablo 2 
were things that you would socket into gear, mm-hmm. and you would make these things called rune words, which would make a legendary piece of gear. Oh. They provided benefits if you just wanted to sock them in. Okay. If you like uh, Ismail Ral Am Om or something stupid like that, it was a really really cool piece of gear that you could make into a weapon. Gotcha. And so the highest tier gear in Diablo 2 was runes. They changed the rune system to just be skills, not actual runes you socket into your weapon. They just do gems in this one. Yes. And they had gems before as well, but you didn't really utilize gems that way. There was other uses for them, but they, you, no one socketed them in their gear unless it was really low level. Okay. That's really all that. The big difference between 2 and 3 is 2 runes were actual things that you would socket into your gear. Now they're just skills. It's just a skill system. Now, how much time did you waste playing Diablo 2? Oh, no. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say, on my account, I had over 2,000 hours of Diablo 2. Was this the one that you and Josh made the... Uh, Eric and I made a account. Eric, uh, so the thing is, I, we bought it. So there yes. is a system where you you would let the PC control and run through the map a bajillion times and loot for you. So when I actually was playing, I was just doing like two or three specific tasks. Fair enough. So uh, when you had to roll a new character, yes, I would roll that character. I would get all the gear that I needed to get, and then I would run a bot for it. Gotcha. And that bot would run loops to gain levels, gain items, and then I would trade up and get the right gear that I wanted and rinse and repeat. Oh, I just hit the microphone. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, but so with the bots over 2,000 hours, okay. if you ask me, if it was just me, I probably put six, 700 hours into that game just myself. Fair enough. Eric, probably another three, 400 because it was on my account. And then it's about 1,000 hours of botting just because I left it on 24 hours. Right. What else is there to do? The real, I mean, <laughs> and right after high school, early college, there wasn't anything else to do. Yeah, because that was like 2005 for you. Yeah, four or five, yep. <laughs> Played a lot of Diablo. Outside of that, that's pretty much it. There's almost an infinite, there's not really an infinite number of builds, but like if I was playing a sorcerer, I would probably have a different build than your sorcerer. So if we both were playing sorcerers, our builds would be different from each other. Yeah. You kind of fit a play style that you like to play, and then you can build a character around it. And then there's if a scenario, if you're getting your butt kicked, you can switch your skills around and try something different. That's the nice part about the game is it kind of lets you just mess around and do different things. And then they added a bunch of end game activities. None of this stuff was in there when I was playing still. Some of it was, but not to the extent. The rifts were there. That was an expansion thing they added in. Okay. But none of those like questing things were in there. Yeah, you also, there's been a couple areas that we've gone to, like different maps where you have said, oh, I don't know what this is. Yeah, because they're only specifically for the adventure mode. You don't encounter them any other way. Gotcha. That and a lot of them are references to Diablo 2. Yes. Which you is have, kind of fun. You have always said that every time and I just go, okay. Yeah, because you, you don't... <laughs> The odds I did not play. waste two thousand hours. No, so like Diablo I recognize too. the environment that they're they're making available, which is kind of fun. Uh, you're going to notice a trend here, everybody. But our next topic is replayability. Yeah, yeah. You could replay this game over and over. You and I are just looping our high level characters, but theoretically, we could roll new characters and play the game again, and it would be slightly different. I mean, it would be the same story, the same the gameplay. Ma- the loop. maps are randomly generated, aren't they? Yes. Okay. Uh, to an extent. Okay. 
So like the area like when we leave Tristram, yes. that is always the same. Oh, okay. That loop up to the cathedral is always the same. But once you get into the cathedral, it's completely random. Gotcha. So there's okay. some permanent maps, but all like the dungeons okay. are completely 100% random. Okay. Like Or like for when you enter Chaldeum the first time, the mm-hmm. desert area, that's, no, that's straightforward. That's the same every time. Okay. Or sometimes there's a specific area that will always be in the same area of the map. But the rest of the map is random around that. That makes sense, yeah. They do that as well. Uh, but we can make new classes, and you could play... Your gameplay style is different at that point. So if you did a melee class and I did a spellcaster the next time, you'd have a different gameplay experience doing stuff like that. That would be interesting to try. And it's you, you do different stuff. You play it the way you want to play it. And it's just a lot of fun. It is. It is. I never thought that I would really enjoy playing a game like this. Granted, I didn't really know the Diablo series either. You just kind of handed me a thing. Mm-hmm. And I've you've shown me all this stuff for Diablo 2 because you kept sending it to Josh. And Josh kept saying, please stop. I'm going to get divorced if you keep sending me these things. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm pleasantly surprised with how much just sheer fun this dumb game is. It's nice because we can pick up, play for an hour... Yes. And then just be like, okay, go up to bed now. There have been some nights because it's November while we're playing this, so it's National Novel Writing Month, so I write a 50,000-word novel in 30 days every single November mm-hmm. um, where I need to still get my words in because, you know, I'm working full-time, and then when I'm done working, there's a four-month-old. So, like, I'll write until 9.15, and then we play Diablo for, like, 43 minutes and then go upstairs. That's enough to get like four or five runs in, it though, is. which is really nice because we're really strong. Our characters are. I really, really like this game a lot more sitting and playing it with you in the same room. Yes. That, to me, has been the most enjoyable of the experience. It's like an adult version of Mario Party. It, yes, <laughs> but it really is encouraging that I can sit down, pull the game in, and you and I can sit and play it together mm-hmm. with almost no issue. Yes. It just kind of logs us in and we play. Mm-hmm. And I really like that about this game. Yes. The next thing is this game is a time sink. If yes. you are a solo player like I used to be, this game will suck up a lot of time. Uh-huh. Now that we're playing at co-op. It it's still a, sucks it's up a lot, lot of time. time. It's a lot of fun. We have other games we're going to be playing and reviewing coming up. There's some like we got to finish Kenna. Yes. And then I have Guardians I want to play with you. Or watch have you watched me play Guardians? Yeah. We've... You've been, we've been kind of all over the map, I guess, where we've started like a bunch of different games. We've sunk a lot of time into Diablo. That's why we're finally doing a podcast. Yeah. And we've just been kind of going in a bunch of different directions. The the problem is by the time we're playing a game this month, like by the time we're playing the game, it's like, oh, I can get like 20 minutes into Kenna. Yes. Or like 40 minutes into Kenna, but that's a lot less time spent than when we just sit and play Diablo for 40, 50 minutes. Yes. They're two very different games. You need like at least an hour, hour and a half to play. Kenna to get anywhere. Yes. To do something. Yes. Whereas this one, we can just pick up and play. After, when it's December and we have a little bit more time where I can sit and play a little longer, Mm -hmm. it'll be different. Plus, our son is sporadic with the sleeping. It's never exactly the same time that he goes to bed. Sometimes he's in bed at 7. Other times it's closer to 8. Sometimes it's 8.30. And then you still have some writing to do because you've been working all day. Yes. So it's one of those, we're we're figuring it out. 
but this game is incredible if you need something quick to pick up and play, especially if you like to play video games with your significant other, roommate, etc., etc. This is a really, really good one, and it plays really well on the Switch. It is not as pretty as the other versions. It doesn't look as good, and that's because it's on the Nintendo Switch. Oh, no. Looking up the reviews, they had, you know, screenshots from the other versions. I'm like, oh, wow, the Switch version looks terrible. I will download it on the PlayStation 4 just to show you, like... You mean our PlayStation 5. It is a PlayStation 5. <laughs> it is the PlayStation 4 version. I know. But I will show you what that looks like versus how we play it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you don't really notice because it doesn't lag, but it's like playing on... Media like low medium settings on like the PC. Watching a YouTube video at like seven. Uh, I'd say four eighty. Four eighty. Like forty seven twenty p versus like the ten eighty to the four k. You could be yes. watching it. You notice the difference, but you don't really notice unless you have it standing up against something. I have it on the Switch because we sit and play the Switch and it's enjoyable. I guess I could have done it on the PlayStation as well and it would have been the same thing. Yeah. No, I don't know because I think we would have needed you to have a PlayStation account. Oh. Where the Switch family membership, there is no family membership for the PlayStation. Oh, that's fair. If there was, I'd probably just do that as well and yep. share it with John and everybody else that I know that plays PlayStation. <laughs> but this game is really good. If you need something to pick up and play with a friend, especially if they've come over to hang out, this is a really easy one. If you guys are going to play some video games, this is the game. For sure. All right. Score time. What would you give Diablo, having uh, clearly not known anything about what you were getting into? No, I also didn't even care about the story. I just really enjoy the combat. Well, let me be fair. <laughs> the story hasn't been really that good. It never was that good. It's, it's been, That's not the point of the game. It's really not. It's been okay. And you can tell that it's not the main point of the game. No, a thousand percent. Yeah. They, but they, they have to have a little story, mm -hmm. and it's okay. It's an okay story. You get, excuse me, I'm yawning because again, we have a four month old. Um, you get more of a story in this than you do in like Demon Souls. Yeah, well, this one actually tells a story. Yes. Demon Souls kind of tells a story. Kind of, but, but it's, it's more, more subtle. Like, you kind you of got to figure it out. Find the pieces and read the read the lore yeah. and figure out what's going That's on. That's too much effort. <laughs> Where this one actually gives you a story. But like, okay, story aside, let's yes. say like you just get in and all you do is do what you're doing. What would you give this oh, game? Oh, I'd give this a 9.5. You're like, it. Yes. it's really good. Yeah. It's a 9.0. This is really good. <laughs> and I'm only, only saying that because I've played it on PC at like max settings. Oh, I'm so sure. So I've seen like... What the graphics <laughs> actually look like at the peak and that's where you get your like and to be fair when this game came out it wasn't that good but having come back and sitting and playing it with you now it's very fun well it was also what like 12 years between games too right it was a long time between games and the one they came out with was nothing that people wanted yeah and it was almost impossible to do the highest level settings unless you got a perfect roll on gear and I couldn't do it with my class. Not even my class couldn't even handle it at the time. I was a barbarian was my first class. Oh, and it okay. couldn't even keep up with what it was trying to do. Wow. So, but it, back then it would have been like a six when it came out. Fair enough. Now it's a nine because I'm having so much fun <laughs> sitting and playing with you. This game is worth it, everybody. Yes. I don't have anything else to say about it. It's just it's just good. It's true. It's, a, it's very fun and I'm pleasantly surprised. Yeah, we don't play many games together. Mm -mm. This is one that's really super enjoyable. Yes. 
Uh, we're at Gaming Marriage, everybody on Twitter, gamingmarriage at gmail.com. Uh, it's been a hot second, so sorry it's taken so long. November is a wild month for us. It's my birthday month. It's nano. It's There's a small child in the house there's now. There's Thanksgiving. And you we're went back for, to work full time. You are working. I'm working. Then there's Christmas, and there's people visiting, and just it's, it's a lot. It's the so, holiday season. We're doing our best. <laughs> we might review Hawkeye. That's yeah. kind of something I think we're going to do just to fill in for our anime gap because we really haven't been watching any anime lately. No, we haven't. We haven't even watched any like My Heroes. Again, I do most of my writing for NaNoWriMo. At night. At night. Or NaNoWriMo, I think, is and most we, people. And we really no. don't want to watch something. It's more like to stay awake, we have to play <laughs> something because we're tired. So Not as tired as we have been, but it's still, yeah. We're a little run down. Yeah, a little bit. All right, everybody. We'll, uh, we'll catch you soon. We're going to try to keep up. It won't be weekly, but it will be less It will be less of a gap of time between the next podcast. Hopefully, at the very least, we will do a 2021 roundup like we did last year. I, I already have notes. Be, oh, that's a good idea. And that one we can... Uh, there will be anime next year, so there will be more frequent episodes. Shibiro. We still haven't even watched that Demon Slayer one-off thing. Oh, I know. we got to watch Demon Slayer. Man, we are so far behind on everything. All right, guys. <laughs> we'll catch okay, you later. Bye. <laughs> bye.